Shinantag Bono Journe Buana Jurnata Hevativa Kohipua Tidi O Sawadi Gia Bom Wiendia Everyone, I'm your host Saloma Jacobs and I'm delighted to introduce you to my Into the Garden podcast that ethereal presence to feel ignited, relaxed, rejuvenated, moved and inspired. Tune in for a reflection on deep, insightful, delightful, inspired soul poetry. Connect with soul sisters popping in for soul poetry, couch talk, real life stories, testimonies, motivational inspirations, parables, interviews, up and coming events and much, much more. So pop on over for time out to relax, unwind and connect. Send a voice message. Invite a friend or two. Share and like this podcast on Facebook under Shasti Caesarea. Instagram, Into the Garden. That will inspire you to live your best life and become the best you. Super, sassy, vibrant you. Thank you for sharing, tuning in and popping on over for a delightful soul Poetry Soiree. Hello there, and welcome to Into the Garden with me, Sloma Jacobs. So, how are you, and how was your day? Gosh, so nice of you to join me, and I don't take that lightly. Anyway, you've got your ticket and have already booked your seat, so what's stopping you of getting yourself that? decadent revitalizing cup of tea you know that cuppa that highlights your day that suits your heart mind and soul and accompanied with good old-fashioned soul poetry now do tell to each and every hero listening out there feel free to bring along a friend a neighbor a work colleague the more the merrier you say and as you and I step into this presence, the ethereal presence, that omniscient presence that invites you and me wholeheartedly, I'm so glad today that you are with me. So once again, a hearty welcome and feel free to pop in any time if need be. For into the garden of us sassy souls, yes, seeking to make a difference just like you and may so today the title is Pay attention to her. And as I was pondering on this, I came across a few scriptures. Judges 9, verse 7. When they told Jotham, he climbed to the top of Mount Sherezim, raised his voice and called to them, Listen to me, lords of Sheshem, and may God listen to you. And in the Bible there's a few more that lead you to that portion where 
pay attention to people. Perhaps you're not paying attention to your family, to your work colleagues, to your husband or to your wife. In Exodus 18 verse 19 it says, Now listen to me. I will give you counsel and God be with you. You be the people's representative before God and you bring the disputes to God. In Job 33 verse 1 it says, However now Job, please hear my speech and listen to all my words. Sometimes you and I don't pay attention. In Proverbs 8 verse 6 it says, Listen, for I will speak noble things, and the opening of my lips will reveal right things. Your my mouth is like that rudder. Do we speak words of encouragement do we speak down upon people do you and i pay attention when a subordinate speaks when a person in authority speaks So today, no matter in the household, there could be disputes, there could be a situation that is unsettling. Perhaps no one is talking. I hope the story today, pay attention to her. And I'll also say, pay attention to him. So don't go too far. As Job 13 verse 17 says so beautifully, Listen carefully to my speech and let my declaration fill your ears. Genesis 4 verse 23 even goes further. Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, Listen to my voice, ye wives of Lamech, Give heed to my speech, for I have killed a man for wounding me, and a boy for striking me. Pay attention to her. Pay attention to him. Pay attention to family. From deep within. And as I said before, the title today is Pay Attention to Her, and I'm going to include Pay Attention to Him too. And the inscription reads as follows I will never forget the day you left me. And if you and I look today, how many families 
or suffering, how many families are in need of love? Do you and I say to our spouses or to our loved ones, I love you, I appreciate you, I value you, thank you. These are words and random acts of kindness that you and I take for granted. You know, sometimes you or I take things for granted. Perhaps the situation you're in, you take for granted. People for granted, especially the ones closest to you and me. We take it so lightly that they're there but forgetting that they could be anywhere but there. Right now, who are you attentive to? Where? Or who in the home are you paying attention to? Are you there for the sake of being just there? For the sake of COVID? Or for the sake of getting to know him or her better? So are you, sassy soul, paying attention to him? Are you, Boaz, paying attention to her? Where are you or I in this equation of paying attention? to her. Yes, and before I go deeper into paying attention to her, even more so, the heads of our homes today are either removed from our families through death through a choice that he or she has made and the loved ones suffer the consequence. There's the song, I'm not sure whether you remember it or not. Sometimes I wonder where I've been, who I am, where do I fit in. Gosh, stuff happens to you just like in the movie, the good, the bad and the ugly. Yet you press on, you press forward and you press upward. Why? Because you depend on God and your faith to make it happen. So in the midst of your confusion, your betrayal, you feel like giving up, don't you? Life is practicing Ubuntu, but yet look around you, on your doorstep, in your own backyard, in your family, when one is down or less fortunate, what do you do? Turn a blind eye and we hope that isn't you. She suffered all the years in silence, with kids two or three. So be kind and lend a helping hand, big or small, for you offer to help but don't make that call. Perhaps it's distance, I don't know, but thank you, for you are valued much in case you never know. You could live a life of opulence or just hit the jackpot 
or been blessed by another, remember how you got there. The ones who stood by you. She's your dear wife. Gosh, what's gotten into you? She stood by you, some closer than a brother. It hits hard, I must tell you. It hits heavy, but be grateful and thankful for though you don't say her tears, it does matter. Yes, soul sister, prayer warrior, but nonetheless, you hurt, afflicted especially when some know your pain, but looked upon as ridicule as if they'll gain. So what now? What do you do? Is the honest on you? For sure, you look at life differently, don't you? But don't despair, don't take to heart. You did all you could and the Lord saw you, even drowning in your sorrows and the efforts you put in to play your part. So yes, life happens, unfair or not, but think of your children and repair what you got. Perhaps a different course, I don't know, a different home, a different school or so, you think. But ask God before you consider to take that blank you ponder you pause you think why does it have to be me gosh what did i do only love him i think perhaps you go back to the drawing board i don't know but try not to be like jonah but stay in your lane if you have no place to go trust god to revisit rewrite and look at other possible alternatives but brave out your storm and give God the glory and don't look so forlorn you have kids you see and they look up to they to show them a mother's love not hostility yes as time goes by your life gets back on track and pretty soon soul sister prayer warrior you'll be reminded of how you got through by relying on God to do just that. So come women of old, where rely on your stories to be told of how you managed to glean in the fields of luscious grains. Brace us, educate us, women of today, of how far you came through the turmoil of neglect reject and chastisement of the day so husband if you don't want her think before you do for you have a family who loves you and won't forget what you do to the many women young or old i've been there so i know how the story goes fight for your marriage if it's the last thing that you do Fight against Hippo and Rhino, not only because you want to, but because you can too. So what if he walks out, then what do I do? So sister, pray warrior, seek wise counsel, it's the least you can do. For God will fight on your behalf because he's not in the business of tearing families apart. 
Yes, especially today, it's sad to see families suffer at the hands of a lover who doesn't care about the other. So may you be touched by this, I hope you are, and lead you not into temptation if you think the door is ajar. Wake up, get up, dress up, look up, wise up, pray up, ask up, cherish your wife up, honour your vow up and trust God to mend your heart up when you pay attention to her up. And so it is, so shall it be. And this was written the 19th of June 2019. You say. Pay attention. What have you got to lose? A beautiful family? A career? Think of the fruits of the Spirit. Connect to God. For love, health, happiness and abundance is all we seek. But stay tuned and stay connected for I have a beautiful guest up next. So go on, how about another cuppa? That round is on me.
guest I told you about? Well, she's none other than Adele Sassy Soul Sister. She is Sister Alfreda LaRoe. Oh, she's humble. She's kind. And yes, so many might know her, for she serves so humbly in kind. So I thank her for her inspirational word to you and me drop your sword so the next voice you will hear is that of my dear sassy soul sister sister alfredo Leroux. i and into the garden thank you Today I want to speak to you about dropping your sword. Your sword. 1 Samuel chapter 25 verses 2 is my reading and I'm going to read um, right down to verse 11. Verse 2 says, A certain man in Mohan who had property there at Carmel was very wealthy. He had a thousand goats and three thousand sheep which he was shearing in Carmel. His name was Nabal, and his wife's name was Abigail. She was an intelligent and beautiful woman, but her husband was surly and mean in his dealings. He was a celibate. While David was in the wilderness, he, had, he heard that Nabal was shearing sheep. So he sent ten young men and said to them, Go up to Nabal at Carmel and greet him in my name. Say to him, Long life to you. Good health to you and your household, and good health to all that is yours. Now I hear that sheep, it is sheep shearing time. When your servants were with us, we did not mistreat them, and the whole time they were at Carmel, nothing of these was missing. Ask your own servants, and they will tell you. Therefore, be favorable toward my men, since we come at a festive time. Please give your servants and your son David whatever you can find for them. When David's men arrived, they gave Nabal this message in David's name. Then they waited. Nabal answered David's servants, Who is this David? Who is the son of Jesse? Many servants are breaking away from their masters these days. Why should I take my bread and water? and the meat I have slaughtered for my shearers, and give it to men coming from who knows where. This response angered David, because they had watched over Nabal's uh, cattle and sheep, and so this caused him to be really, really angry. And in verse 21, David had just said, It's been useless. 
all my watching over this fellow's property in the desert so that nothing of his were missing. He has paid me back, evil for good. Are you hurt today? Are you feeling that you're being paid back evil for good? Are you hurt by colleagues at work or children, friends, maybe brethren in the church? Are you angry? Do you feel that you've been mistreated, abused and misunderstood? Sometimes that is what happens to us and we cannot understand that somebody has an indifferent attitude. I was asked by somebody to, who's having problems in their marriage to just have a chat to his wife, maybe just take her out and just share, you know, some of the pillars of marriage with her if there is an opportunity. I did that and when I came back, the person wanted me to tell him what we had discussed at the breakfast, which I felt was not the right thing to do. So now the person won't speak to me because I won't be a go-between between you and his wife. And so sometimes we feel like we're trying to do good and we're being paid back with evil and sometimes we feel totally misunderstood and our good intentions is abused. So this was the cause of David's anger. Secondly, what was the consequences? David said to his men, put on your swords. So that, so they put on their swords and David put on his. About 400 men went up with David, while 200 stayed with the supplies. David is so angry, he curses himself. Mark Twain said, anger is an acid that can do more harm the vessel in which it is stored than to anything on which it is poured. And so sometimes when we're bottling up that anger, there's all kinds of thoughts, evil thoughts, which God is not glorified in, that comes through. And so often we need to rest in God and say, Lord, this is how I'm feeling, but I need you to minister to me first. But often in that rage, we go out and we say things that we would regret. We say things that could have been left alone. May God we deal with David, be it ever so severely, if by morning I leave alive one male of all who belong to him. David was totally consumed with anger, so he was prepared to go out and really to kill everybody, all the males who belong to David. Joel Ustin says, every day, we have plenty of opportunities to get angry, stressed and offended. Sometimes you're just driving and somebody cuts in in front of you and you're so angry and you, and you allow it to, to really churn inside of you and to make you even more and more angry. What you're doing when you indulge in these negative thoughts is giving something outside of you to have the power over your happiness. Because now your day is spoiled. 
you're feeling, how could this person do something like that? The Holy Spirit wants to intervene and whisper, drop your sword. The Holy Spirit in the f- intervened in the form of Abigail and David dropped his sword. So the Holy Spirit used Abigail, who was Nabal's wife, to speak to David and really to beg him not to do what his intentions were. And so the third point I want to raise is our conscience. So in verse 28, Please forgive your servant's offense, for the Lord will certainly make a lasting dynasty for my master, because he fights the Lord's battles. Let no wrongdoing be found in you as long as you live. Even though someone is pursuing you to take your life, the life of my master will be bound securely in the bundle of the living by the word of the living by the Lord your God. But the lives of your enemies you will hurl away as from the pocket of a sling. When the Lord has done for my master every good thing he promised concerning him and has appointed him leader over Israel. My master will not have on his conscience the staggering burden of needless bloodshed or of having avenged himself. And when the Lord has brought my master success, remember your servant. And this was Abigail speaking life into David. And sometimes we can be that medium, that conduit, where we can speak life into somebody who's angry and who wants to do things their way, who wants to get the answers, but not the way the Lord would want us to receive those answers but really sometimes just to rest in him or to rather say a kind word and allow the Holy Spirit to convict the person who has wronged us. And so I pray that as we go through life, there's many, many times where we can be offended. Every day we are faced with these challenges. But sometimes we need to take a step back and I'm reminded of the verse that says, Be still and know that I am God. God says He will fight these battles for us. We don't have to go out there, lose our testimony, lose ourselves, lose relationships because of things that we've said and we cannot take them back. And so today, the message I bring you is the Holy Spirit, like He intercepted David and David's anger, would like to intercept your vengeful thoughts and tell you to drop your sword. And often we feel that that's a big ask and the cost is too high because why should I be the least? But God says, we don't have to worry. He will go into the battlefield for us and he will fight those battles for us. What's more important is that we preserve our relationships with family and friends that we preserve our relationship with God and that as ambassadors of the Lord, we keep our testimonies intact. God bless you and me and help us and guide us as we face everyday challenges and as we change it, the way we do things, 
as we change that because we have this amazing relationship with God. And so I pray that as we go into new challenges, new opportunities, new relationships maybe, just everyday living, that we would look to God and say, Father, this is not my fight. Help me to do the right thing. I don't always have to have the last word. I don't always have to speak the loudest. But I can rest in you. God bless you. Nuts are little snippets to you of which I have been sharing on the radio station Vaughn.radio. Yes, that is where I have Into the Garden every Wednesday and every Friday, you say. And where I share moral stories as well. So these are a few highlights given to you and me where you and I can draw strength. And be a servant, changing lives globally, locally, internationally. And where do you and I begin? But right on your and my doorstep, you say. So stay tuned and stay connected. For up next is Moral Stories with Glee. And as you know, stories, fairy tales, or moral stories, Von Hero are not only for kids. Stories are, and perhaps, the best way to teach life lessons to children. Yes, most certainly to teach them the values and morals without being preachy, if you know what I mean. So, it's probably funny to you and me today that your 15 year old asked mommy please rate me my favorite bedtime story if you please wouldn't you agree but these stories today are replaced nonetheless oh yes by whatsapp facebook messenger tumblr you name it instagram and much much more so in this process you and i have lost our children to this phantom of ignore that's why Heartfelt stories. I need a fascination to you and me. Profound, unique. So join me as we take a peek into moral stories that teaches you and me getting to know the hearts of people who wish to tell their stories and much more to you and me to implore. So stay tuned and stay connected because this was just an introduction of how much I value moral stories, fairy tale stories, oh yes, and inspirational stories, motivational stories to you and me. So don't go away now. How about popping into your kitchen for a decadent refreshing cup of tea go on i've got mine and i can't wait for you to join me once again right here on voice over nations radio station thank you 
von Hera. And now you've got your decadent cup of tea, so let's continue, shall we? Today, it's a story, or at least a fable, one you know from your younger days, I'm told. The fable, as you know, of the tortoise and the hare. Overconfidence will often be punished by embarrassing failure if you and I dare. Once upon a time a tortoise and a hare had an argument about who was faster. They decided to settle the argument with the race. They agreed on a route and started off that race. The hare shot ahead and ran briskly for some time as you see. Then seeing he was far ahead of the tortoise, he thought he'd sit down and rest for a while before continuing the race as you know under a tree. So he sat down under there and soon fell fast asleep, wouldn't you agree? The tortoise, plodding along, soon overtook him, passed him, crossed the finish line and won the race. The hare woke up and realised he'd lost. Many people will conclude that slow and steady wins the race. Yes, that too is valuable and true, but when I look a bit deeper and read the story over and over, I feel that the real reason is not about the tortoise at all, it's about the hare. The hare made a huge mistake, believing in its ability, but then not actually proving it if you know what I mean, because in your and my real lives, you and I might have that great skill, you know, that one which everyone agrees, that one that says you are capable of doing much more, but you must still showcase that, that skill to win the competition, you say. So where does that leave you and me? Well, the moral of this story is that success depends on using your talents, not just having them. For when you're not using your talents, you're bearing them. Oh yes, just like the story in the Bible of the five talents. Likewise, when God entrusts you with what he has given you, read your talents, then God holds you and me on account of how you and I manage them. Wouldn't you agree? So, Von Hera, whatever God has given you, your abilities, your capabilities, use them as God has entrusted you and holds you account on how you manage them. So thank you once again for coming on over to Enter the Garden on Bondot Radio as you and I take time out of your busy schedule to tune in. to live shows, to presenters who present inspirational stories, motivational stories, to encourage you, to uplift you, to inspire you, right here on Bondot Radio, the voice over nations radio station. 
but stay tuned and stay connected with your cup of tea, of course. come to the end of into the garden to each and every one out there near or far you are precious to god and to into the garden family by far to the many frontline workers on duty we value you to those in hospitals into the garden welcomes you and your loved ones too to those in prisons Thank you for joining me when all you can do is listen to your heart's content when you have nobody around you. And if you're celebrating a birthday, I have a surprise for you, but happy birthday to you too. And if you are celebrating an anniversary, Happy anniversary to you. May God continue to knit you together as only he can do. Then, last but not least, to Sister Alfreda LaRue, a hearty, deep felt thank you for her inspiring words on dropping your sword. So thank you for joining me for choosing and tuning into the garden and pretty soon you will hear a new voice on into the garden yes a new edition a vibrant sassy soul sister too so watch the space will you because Behold, as the word says, I am about to do a new thing. So allow God to do a suddenly, to do a turnaround, when you and I are standing on solid ground. So no matter where you are, near or far, I thank you wholeheartedly once again for tuning in to Into the Garden. So until next time, until we meet again, same time, same place. You know where to find me, but right here on Into the Garden. Do take care. Have an awesome day now. Buckle up, keep safe, put on your mask, keep your distance. Look up and thank God. Um, when you look down, you stomp the head of the enemy to bitter ground.
So this morning we're going to learn a new worship song. When I first learned this song, it reminded me of God's love. It touches me deeply. He's faithful. The Bible says, times when we are faithless, He's always faithful. So this morning, let's fall in love with Jesus once again. We love you, O Lord. We love you, O Lord. Just to hear 